Suicide prevention remains a top priority of the Veterans Health Administration. Now it's working upstream with the Marine Corps to enhance suicide prevention for individuals in or near bases and stations. Joining me with the details, the Veterans Health Administration's Chief Readjustment Counseling Officer, Michael Fisher. Mr. Fisher, good to have you with us. Great. Thank you very much for having me. Now, this partnership between VHA and the Marine Corps, describe it for us. How was it set up operationally? Sure. So this partnership actually builds on existing eligibility for active duty service members, reservists to vet centers, and really helps us at the vet centers create pathways to connect with Marines and create that direct access to care. I didn't realize that active duty service members can access VA services, or is this just setting them up for when they do transition out of the uniform that they'll be ready to use VA? Now, that eligibility exists within our organization, within Readjustment Counseling Services Vet Centers. We're a niche organization that provides services to eligible active duty service members, veterans, and their families. That includes members of the National Guard and Reserve Forces. And our eligibility is really based on service in a dangerous place or experiencing certain kinds of trauma. Our role is once we connect with those individuals, begin to provide some services to them, then also then make referrals out to other places that they might be eligible for. Got it. So this is kind of to enhance whatever services the Marine Corps provides on mental health generally and suicide prevention? It is meant to enhance that, yes. Our vet centers provide individual group marriage family counseling. We also partner with community partners who become that one-stop shop for whatever that individual's or that community's readjustment needs might be. All right. So when you say vet centers, how many are there? Where are they? What constitutes a vet center? So we have 300 vet centers across the country. We're in every state, to the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, Guam, American Samoa. We also have numerous satellite locations outside of those 300 locations that are in further communities to include our U.S. territories. Vet centers are small storefront locations staffed by a majority of veterans who are also mental health professionals in their given field, whether that's social work, psychology, mental health counseling, marriage, family therapy. And we were designed to be separate from VA medical centers on purpose as a way to reduce stigma associated with going and getting mental health counseling. Got it. So that there's likely to be one vet center near pretty much every, at least domestic, military installation in the country. You are correct. I would highly recommend everyone check out our website, vetcenter.va.gov, and they can find the closest vet center to you. And let's back up for a minute and maybe review the suicide levels happening across the populations you deal with, what the trends are, and maybe what you're hoping for here with this arrangement. You know, what makes vet centers very unique is that our focus is on the individual needs of that veteran, that service member, that member of the National Guard Reserve Forces. We do that through an intake assessment where we get to know each other, and then we create an individualized counseling plan. So everyone's experience who comes into a vet center is different. What's not different is that ability to come in and create community as well as set goals, whatever goals that you might have, and be around other veterans, other service members. And is there a particular, I don't know, cultural stigma in the Marine Corps versus the other armed services with respect to seeking mental health services? You know, I think stigma in general, uh, what excites me about this partnership 
is that I see us along with Marine Corps leadership saying it's okay to get connected into services. Now, I can't speak to specifics on the Marine Corps, but I do see that the benefit of these kind of partnerships is leadership is coming together and saying these are pathways to get into counseling, if that's something that you might be interested in. We're speaking with Michael Fisher, Chief Readjustment Counseling Officer at the Veterans Health Administration. And you mentioned also that there are community care providers, you know, Mission Act providers available. And maybe talk a little bit more about those. Do they also tend to be veteran-owned, veteran-operated? Well, if I can make one adjustment to that, and that is Vet Centers, our satellite locations, they're actually staffed by Vet Center staff. One of the things that we do is we go out and reduce barriers to care. We know one barrier to care could be drive time. So we take services into distant communities from our brick and mortar locations to be able to make those connections. One of the other things that we uh, are also known for is our confidentiality in that the only people who know you're coming to a vet center, the people you tell, you allow to know through a signed release of information or if there's a serious intent to harm yourself or somebody else. So we're not talking about community partners in the sense that the greater VHA is talking about. That is correct. That is correct. Now, our locations will partner with organizations like veteran service officers who can help out with claims issues, Department of Labor who can help out with jobs and those kind of things. We also partner with volunteers who might come in and provide a certain kind of modality. That might be mindfulness. Uh, We have vet centers that actually partner with equine therapists and those kind of things. But really, our partnerships is to augment the services at our location. Now, this arrangement with the Marine Corps, does this also or will it extend to the other armed services? Do you plan to? This is something that we are looking at. These kind of partnerships actually started with the National Guard because there was, in some states, high, uh, high rates of suicide. So we wanted to make sure that we could create those pathways to go and connect with National Guard across the country. And we were leveraging that success and, and those kind of partnerships with the Marine Corps. And our intent is then to have conversations with the other branches to do things similar. And Veterans Affairs services are generally not available to those who are dishonorably discharged. But since you're working with people before they leave, how can you be certain that they will eventually be discharged at above the dishonorable level? Problematic discharge or discharge character is actually not a part of vet center eligibility. In fact, we provide services to individuals with problematic discharges. Now, our role in those cases is to also help connect those individuals or begin any kind of discharge upgrading process. So you can get them connected maybe somewhere outside. At least they'll have a place to go should they choose. Well, you know, an individual can come to a vet center and get counseling with problematic discharges. Okay. And what are your measures of success for this program? It's Marines and their families coming in and using vet centers. All right. Do you have any early numbers? Not yet. When did this all launch? This launched in the past couple of months. Our teams are going out and making those partnerships with their local Marine units. All right. Well, we'll have to check back with you and hope the results will be positive in terms of some numbers and people getting help. Michael Fisher is Chief Readjustment Counseling Officer at the Veterans Health Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. 
Thank you so much for the opportunity. And we'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.